0: What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And tonight, on tonight's episode, I want to talk about Bray Wyatt for a little bit. Now, just a few days ago, Ringside News had reported that Bray Wyatt was near a return and it could possibly be at SummerSlam. But then shortly after Ringside News would also dismiss these rumors and you know say that they're unsure. You know, they never confirmed anything to begin with, but they're just stating their rumors. We don't actually know what's going to happen. So while they gave us an update, they kind of, you know, didn't as well. Okay, but then this past Monday on Raw, we continue to see skulls and birds backstage. And if you guys remember, during the White Rabbit teases, leading up to the White Rabbit teases, we got skulls and birds backstage backstage. And on this past Monday on Raw, not only did we get that, but Becky Lynch interacted with one of the props, one of the skulls in a backstage segment. Now, WWE, they're not going to do this for no reason. WWE, they always have a reason for doing something like this. And for... You know, for it to be skulls and birds, and with us knowing that this has something to do with the white rabbit as it did in the past, then my thoughts are, could we see Bray Wyatt very soon? And could he be going after Seth Rollins as his first target? Because as many of you may know, Becky Lynch, her husband, is Seth Rollins. So with Becky Lynch interacting with this prop backstage, is that WWE's way of teasing us for a potential feud between Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt down the line because not only did we hear that a week ago that Bray Wyatt was near return but that he could possibly go after one of the champions in the main event. Now, this was coming at from Zero News and Ringside uh, Zero News had said that Bray Wyatt could go after any top star in the main event. That could be Roman Reigns, Jay Uso, uh, Finn Balor, who knows, you know, Seth Rollins. And for Bray Wyatt to get involved in the Seth Rollins and Finn Balor would be very interesting because Bray Wyatt has a great history with both. Now, obviously, Bray Wyatt has had a um, rocky start with Seth Rollins. When you think back to the Hell in a Cell match. But then, when you think of his history with Finn Balor. And you remember the Fiend's debut. The Fiend had his debut match at SummerSlam with Finn Balor. When Bray Wyatt had debuted his new gimmick his very popular gimmick so there's a lot of history so a lot can lead up there while others may say that he might get involved between Roman Reigns and Jey Uso as you know they're obviously wanting to close up the bloodline storyline for now maybe give Roman Reigns something a little fresh which would also make sense And I'm still hearing the rumors of he could attack Cody Rhodes, as I've been hearing for a long time, against Brock Lesnar. Given that Bray Wyatt does have history with Cody, while there is no no rivalry between them physically, Cody Rhodes was Bray Wyatt's mentor on NXT, so there could be something there. WWE could always develop a story with that. Um now again, guys, like I said, these are just rumors. This is just, you know, what I'm hearing and, and this is my own theory. You know, all this is my own my own thoughts. Like I'm not confirming anything. These are just rumors. All in all, I hope Bray Wyatt is doing well. Um I don't know when he'll return. We can only speculate when he will return. I'm hoping it's soon, but, but in all honesty, I pray for Brady Wyatt's health. Because that's what's most important. Yes, we want him to return, but at the same time, we want him to be healthy. We want him to be happy. We know he's been through a lot in the last few years. Um he's a creative mind. He's obviously very talented. I'm I'm a big fan, that's why you know I didn't plan on doing an episode this week. I had actually planned on covering AEW again for the third straight week. But I, I wanted to discuss this real quick. You know, could this be a tease? Because I feel like this is something interesting to talk about. And the White Rabbit teases were probably the most interesting thing last year. In WWE, you know, it had everybody talking. And the skulls and the birds backstage that we, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode is the very same thing that we saw leading up you know to the white rabbit teases in the beginning, so I I do think we we are going to see something very soon, if not SummerSlam, maybe after SummerSlam, because there are rumors of you know possibly Bray Wyatt returning at payback. I I do feel like he will he'll return soon, if not SummerSlam, that after, because you know we have heard before that WWE had wanted. Bray Wyatt to return for SummerSlam. Maybe he's not quite ready to return at SummerSlam. Even though SummerSlam would be perfect for Bray Wyatt. Maybe he's not physically ready. Maybe he's not mentally ready. Um, we have heard rumors that... WWE would like to you know, resume the Bobby Lashley feud. Now obviously I don't think that's going to happen. It looks like Bobby Lashley is doing his own thing now. Maybe WWE had... Um, scrap the idea of having Lashley and Bray Wyatt go at it once again. Um, we obviously see Bobby Lashley, um, like I said, doing his own thing. He, we might be getting a new Hurt business going, a new Hurt business, like a 2.0, an updated version, as we've seen Bobby Lashley with the Street Profits and Carmelo Hayes. Um, so, I I don't see Lashley and Bray Wyatt going at it just now, or even in the near future with, with how things have developed in the, in the last recent weeks. If I had to say that, you know, if Bray Wyatt's going to go after anybody during his return, it should be Seth Rollins. Um, You know, you, you could always think Maybe Bray Wyatt can cost Seth Rollins Waiting up to a feud Who knows, it doesn't necessarily have to be for the title But it would be an interesting feud As I've heard that they kind of want to take that title off Of Seth Rollins But who knows But it'd be an interesting title defense as well So, we'll see what happens guys but I just want to give you guys this quick episode, a quick little theory for you guys to kind of wrap your heads around. Where do you guys see Bray Wyatt in the near future? Do you see him returning at all? You know, obviously we're worried about his release of it happening again. But um, with WWE releasing his, you know, his downloadable character, they're obviously keeping him fresh in our minds. So I, I don't see that happening. Um, obviously, you know, I, I think WWE cares about Bray Wyatt's, personal health as well as many of us fans do so keep bray wide in your thoughts and prayers we hope you return bray i wish you the best guys have a good night god bless and i'll see you next wednesday good night what is going on guys welcome to another episode of wrestling world as always i'm your host austin boyer And we have a very exciting episode for you this week. I will be giving my predictions for this Saturday's big SummerSlam event. Who's going to come out the winner? Who's going to come out the loser? And what exactly is going to happen? Could we see some big returns? Well, I'm about to cover all of that in this episode. So check it out. Alright guys, like I said, this Saturday is SummerSlam, so with every big SummerSlam event, you have to expect some big surprises, right? I'm going to get into that in here in a minute, but let's talk about this match card. Okay, we have eight matches total this year, um, but that's not including Austin Theory. Austin Theory is not on the card. Which is kind of confusing to me, given that the Intercontinental Championship is on the card. But the United States Championship is not. Um, Now, Santos Escobar defeated Rey Mysterio uh, this past Friday on SmackDown. Or should I say last Friday. uh, In weird fashion, obviously, you know, Rey Mysterio hit hard on the outside floor. Uh, He was not able to continue the match which resulted in Santos Escobar winning in such a weird fashion. Um, It was later revealed that Rey Mysterio has a concussion. While the finish was Santos Escobar winning the match, that's not how the match was supposed to go down. It was supposed to be a clean finish, but that did not happen. But regardless, uh, Santos Escobar won the match. He should go on now to face Austin Theory at some point. Um, I did think that this match would be confirmed for SummerSlam, but it's not. So that's a little weird to me, um, considering Theory is a, is a big star. Uh, he's obviously a big heel. I'm starting to believe that maybe WWE has given up on their push for theory, but, you know, I don't know. It, it, that's just the way it seems, As if they are um, getting ready to take the title off of him. You know, um, obviously his run hasn't been that great. Um, but while I do see him as a big star and as a big heel, he has kind of grown on me a little bit. Um, I get why WWE is doing this, obviously, with all the rise and talent in WWE. You know, Austin Theory isn't just the only big star. We do have LA Knight, who, if anybody's going to dethrone somebody like Austin Theory, it should be LA Knight somewhere down the line. So given when Santos Escobar does face Austin Theory, I don't expect Escobar to go over Um, I expect Theory to retain. Now, like I said, obviously this match was not made official for SummerSlam. So, um, or maybe it it has been, I don't know. But from what I've read, from what I've seen, um, it it has not been made official. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, But anyways, guys, let's get on to this match card, right? First up, we have the SummerSlam Battle Royal. Now, one thing I want you to notice about this Battle Royal is that there's one man in this Battle Royal, and that's L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what baffles me about L.A. Knight being in this Battle Royal Is that once again, LA Knight does not have a feud going into one of WWE's most biggest events of the year. Keep in mind, LA Knight was also off the card of the last pay per view that WWE had. And fans are wanting a big LA Knight push. We want to see this guy rise to the top. Everybody is a fan of LA Knight, including myself. So you would think that WWE would have a feud for LA Knight going into SummerSlam, but that's not the case here. So now we kind of see him once again taking a backseat. We're hoping that we, we can get some positivity out of LA Knight because the last few weeks we've seen nothing, you know, Everybody gets their hopes up when he cuts a promo. Everybody, you know, gets their hopes up when he's in the ring. Everybody thought that LA Knight would uh, win the match, you know, win the big triple threat match, or was it a fatal four-way match last Friday or whatever, Um, which that didn't happen. Rey Mysterio ended up winning and going on to face Santos Escobar, like we talked about a few minutes ago. Okay, again, fans are disappointed. So now, fast forward a week into SummerSlam. And, you know, I think everybody got their hopes up of of LA Knight going against Austin Theory. That we just kind of expected, okay, now we know what LA Knight's going to do going into SummerSlam. That's not going to happen. So now we have LA Knight... In a battle royal. Now. I will say that. Having LA Knight. Go against Austin Theory. On short notice with no actual. Storyline or feud. uh, Wouldn't make sense. But. It didn't necessarily have to be Austin Theory that LA Knight could have went against. It could have been anybody. We just want to see LA Knight at SummerSlam, just like we wanted to see him at WrestleMania, just like we wanted to see him at the last pay-per-view event that hasn't happened. Are they going to push this guy? What is going to happen? I don't know. But for this battle royal, and now that I know that LA Knight is in this battle royal, I am picking LA Knight to win this battle royal. Why? Because it's his time. Why? Because I think WWE owes him that much. The guy comes out week after week, cuts promos, does what he has to do. He's in phenomenal shape. And you don't push him. You don't even give him a match on the card. And yes, while technically he does have a match because he's in the Battle Royal, that's not doing anything for him. When you think about it, all the Battle Royal is is all the guys who don't have a significant spot on the card for the guys who are not feuding with anybody, for the guys who are not in a storyline. Mostly guys that are in the mid-card. Is LA Knight a mid-card talent? No. So I am picking LA Knight to win the Battle Royal. All right, guys, enough of that rant. I'm sorry. (laughs) But next up, we have Ricochet versus Logan Paul. I do like the build-up to this. I do like the trash talk. Um, I think Logan Paul is doing well as a heel. Um, I am a fan of Ricochet. But um, I got to pick Logan Paul to win this match, given that, okay, one, this is... Like I've said numerous times already, the biggest pay-per-view of the summer. And two, Logan Paul lost his last match to Seth Rollins. So having Logan Paul lose twice in a row doesn't really do him any good. So I am picking Logan Paul to win this match against Ricochet. Like I said, I like the build-up. You know, I'm not a big fan of Logan Paul personally, outside of WWE. But I am a fan of his in-ring work. I will say that his promos need a lot of work. Not that he uh, has to try hard to be hated, because he doesn't have to be on the mic to be hated. Everybody has a disdain for Logan Paul. I get it. But... It would benefit him maybe a tiny bit more to step up that promo game. To get a little better on the mic. I understand he's new. He's new in the world of wrestling. But he needs to learn how to cut a promo. Because right now I'm not impressed with his promo skills. However, I am impressed with his in-ring skills. So that makes up for it. But I am picking Logan Paul to win this match. And uh, move forward with whatever they have planned for him next. Obviously, uh, we'll probably see him after SummerSlam at the next live event that WWE has. He has been making appearances on Raw. Uh, and I believe he he's on SmackDown at one point. But um, we'll see what they have planned for him. I would like to see Logan Paul versus Grayson Waller. I, I, I do think that'd be kind of cool. But um, who knows? But yes, I'm picking Logan Paul to win this match. Next up, guys, we have an interesting match Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler in an MMA Rolls match. Now, I find this interesting because. Both of these women have MMA backgrounds. More Ronda Rousey than Shayna Baszler, because Ronda Rousey, you know, a former UFC women's champion. But what exactly is an MMA rules match? Are these are these ladies going to wrestle? You no, know, is, it, is it going to be strictly MMA? Uh, will there be pins? Will there be submissions? Obviously, I, you know, I don't know. Can you can win by knockout? There's, you know, there's a lot of questions. And I am a, you know, a big MMA fan as well as pro wrestling, but I'm just wondering what exactly we're going to see here. And I'm hoping that WWE does the right thing and they pick Shayna Baszor to win. But I have a feeling that Ronda Rousey is going to win this match. But let's be honest, Ronda Rousey does not need to win this match. Shayna Baszler absolutely has to. Uh, because, you know, I don't think we're going to see Ronda Rousey much longer in WWE. Um, she's making, you know, less appearances as it is right now. But I would like to see WWE finally push Shayna Baszler. When they did, back when she first made her debut in the main roster, they made her a monster. And then her push got derailed. And then she was stuck in tag team after tag team, and so be it. So I'm going to go out on a whim right here and say that the heel... Shayna Baszler beats Ronda Rousey and moves on. Now, honestly, guys, I don't, you know, and I'm saying that, but, like, as I'm saying it, you know, I feel like Ronda Rousey's just going to win it. Given that it is an MMA rose match, technically Ronda is a baby face right now. So, I I, I do kind of see Rousey winning this match, given you know the match stipulation SummerSlam, which really doesn't mean anything with this feud. But um, you know what? I'm gonna change my prediction. I'm, I'm gonna say Rousey beats Shayna Baszler. And that'll be that. So that's official. Rousey will beat Shayna Baszler. It's just so hard to say that Shayna's going to beat Rousey because it's given the stipulation. And as much as WWE caters to Rousey and trying to make her this badass of a woman, you know, I can definitely see Rousey going over and Shayna taking a loss like she has in the past, obviously, uh, the creative team doesn't see Shayna Baszler as a, you know the monster that she was when she first debuted in the main roster. So I don't see her getting a big push. I see her not uh, beating Rousey at all. And, you know, and this might be a competitive match. I don't know. I would hope so, given these ladies are both talented. And I'm not the biggest fan of Rousey, but this is an MMA rules match, so. Expect Rousey to do, you know, some flips and kicks and jiu and Muay Thai and whatever like she does. Um, it'll be an interesting match, though. But I am picking Ronda Rousey to win this match. Um, and like I said, originally I was picking uh, Shayna Baszler, but uh my heart says Rousey. So I'm, I'm going to pick Rousey to go over. All right, next up, guys, we have Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. And what's interesting about this match is that there's no stipulation at it, which is funny. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this feud. As this is, what, the third time these guys have been at it. Um... I kind of wish there was a stipulation added, given these guys um, both have country backgrounds. You know, Brock is a big farmer. Uh, Cody Rhodes, his dad was Dusty Rhodes, famous for the Texas Bull Rope match. Um, It would have been interesting to see Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar in a Bull Rope match. I do think that should have been the stipulation. If they were going to do one. But uh, as far as I know, this is a regular match. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Singles match one-on-one. And much like any Brock Lesnar match, you know, expect a dozen suplexes. Expect Brock Lesnar to take control early. Cody Rhodes picks up the upper hand. Um, late through the match, he picks up the win. Um, I don't expect much from this match as we've seen these guys go at it twice now. Uh, The first time was a a major letdown. Uh, The second time, we've seen Brock go over, you know, get the win. Um, So now that, you know, really they're tied, one and one apiece, expect Cody to go over, get the win, and uh, move on and tell his story. Or finish his story, rather. Like I said, um, I wasn't too thrilled about this feud. Um, I thought it was put together poorly. Obviously, there's no explanation as to why Brock Lesnar attacked Cody, um, other than Brock Lesnar being Brock Lesnar. Sometimes it's better with no motive. I get it, whatever. But it's hard to tell a story when you don't know half the story. You know, you know what I mean. Like it's it's. I'm sure you guys get what I mean, you know. But I I, I don't exactly know um, how I feel about this, especially when we've seen it twice already. We kind of kind of know how it's going to go. It's it's not something we're going to really keep our eye on. Uh, you know, me personally, I'm I'm not. Um, I do think this match would have been interesting, given if it, if there were a stipulation added. Um, maybe a last man standing match, even a stretcher match, given that Brock Lesnar, uh, broke Cody's arm and, 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 you know, did all these things. But, uh, there's a lot more they could have done with this, I think, um and 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 I, and I don't blame Cody for this, obviously they could, you know, if, if Brock Lesnar was, was active weekly, I think the storyline would be a lot better, and that's the problem with Brock Lesnar's storylines, is that he's not all, all active, so it's hard to invest in Brock Lesnar and get involved in a Brock Lesnar storyline when he's not present week after week, like, like Cody Rhodes is, like Roman Reigns is, you know, and... and that That's part of the problem, you know it's it's not Cody, it's Brock it's it's Brock's contract. it's the way Brock Wesner is. Um, obviously, you know, I don't think Brock Wesner cares if he goes over or not. he's just there for the paycheck. but um expect Cody to win this match, guys. Um, again, like, I'm not expecting anything big from this match except Cody going over. So we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Next up, we have an exciting match. Unlike Cody Rhodes versus Lesnar, (laughs) we have Drew McIntyre versus the Ring General Gunther. Now, this should be a great match, given that any match that Gunther is in is a great match. Uh, McIntyre always puts on a solid performance, um, especially with Gunther. I think they work well together. I do expect this to be a physical match, a brutal match. I do expect these guys to put each other through hell, much like they did at WrestleMania, which was a great match. Um, but I expect Gunther to go over and win only because he's had such a great, uh, reign as intercontinental champion i don't expect mcintyre to to win this match you know the build-up has been good the feud has been good uh gunther is phenomenal in the ring drew mcintyre is great as well uh, regardless of who wins i think the biggest winner is the fans and attendance and the ones watching at home that are able to watch this great match and what it's going to be because I know these guys are going to put on a great show. Uh, McIntyre puts himself through hell every time he goes on in that ring. Um, so I expect no different with Gunther, but I am picking Gunther to retain and moving on to possibly face somebody like Matt Riddle, um, who I've heard that WWE is not no longer pushing due to his personal issues um we we know that Matt Riddle has had some drug-related problems he's had uh other problems outside of that that you know I've heard about but um excuse me um they're not gonna push Riddle but this is all coming from Meltzer so take it with a grain of salt Until I hear it from a credible source, um, take it as a rumor. As I always say, nothing is confirmed until you see it happen. But yes, expect Gunther to beat McIntyre and then go on to face Riddle at a later date. Um, I am surprised that uh, we are not seeing Riddle versus Gunther versus McIntyre. That would be interesting. I do expect this to be a good match, but yes, I am picking Gunther to win this match. All right, guys, we have Oscar versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte for the I want to say SmackDown Women's Championship. Right? I'm right, ain't I? Okay, I, I'm thinking I'm right. I'm not sure. It's it's sometimes I get them mixed up. I get mixed up between who's the Raw Women's Champion, who's the SmackDown Women's Champion, but um. Yeah, for this one, guys, honestly, I haven't been paying much attention to this feud. Um, I am hearing rumors of Bianca turning heel at some point. But I am going to pick Charlotte to win this match. Only because it's Charlotte. I mean, come on. How often do you see Charlotte actually lose? And I think if the title were going to change hands... Like if the title, excuse me, if the title wasn't going to change hands, then I could see maybe Oscar and Bianca going at it, and Oscar retaining. But given that it is a triple threat match, I kind of feel like Charlotte will win this match. Um, as we've seen her in the past, win several. As much as I would like to see Bianca retain, uh, as I feel that she should have never dropped the title, should have never had to drop the title. Um I uh I do see Oscar walking away with the win. Maybe we'll get Oscar versus Bianca at some point. Um obviously, like I said, I'm hearing rumors of Bianca turning heel as well as the street profits. So from what I'm hearing, it does seem like that might be the best route for Bianca. And we might even see that hill turn at SummerSlam, given that SummerSlam, you know, there's, <coughs> excuse me, there's always some big surprises. So who knows? But I am picking Charlotte to win this match. If not Charlotte, then Oscar. but we're going to go with Charlotte right now. We'll just have to wa- wait, wait and see it unfold, guys. Next up, we have an exciting match. The, the match I'm probably most looking forward to, given the history. Well, given the history between the two, we have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. If you guys remember, Finn Balor beat Seth Rollins for the universe title. Later on, Finn Balor had to drop the title due to injury. So this this match is like, what, seven, eight years in the making. It's going to be a great match as every Seth Rollins and Finn Balor match is. Um, I am excited for this match. I I do think it's going to be a great match. It's going to be a fun match. Um, (laughs) But expect Seth Rollins to come out the winner. Now, like I said, expect big surprises, as I always say with SummerSlam. And with WWE anymore, you have to expect some big surprise somewhere, right? Now, with this storyline with Seth Rollins and Finn Bauer, um, it it has been teased with Damian Priest cashing in. Um, There always could be uh, this scenario where, you know, maybe Finn is about to win the match and Damian Priest cost him the match. Or, okay, maybe Seth Rollins wins and Damian Priest cashes in. You know, we got to consider the fact that, Damian Priest has the money in the bank contract and Damian Priest can cash in whenever he feels like it. Now, in my honest opinion, this has been teased several times, but I I don't see uh, Damian cashing in successful, not at SummerSlam, but I do see him maybe kind of costing Finn Balor, uh, whether it is intentional or not. And then that'll kind of spark a feud between Finn Balor and Damien Priest. Which will later on cause a rift between the Judgment Day. Um, maybe separating the Judgment Day. As we kind of see, you know, Rhea Ripley and Dom doing their own thing. While Finn and Damien do theirs. So separating the Judgment Day wouldn't necessarily be a, a bad deal. Um, maybe Damien Priest kicks Finn Balor out of the Judgment Day. In the judgment that they get a new leader, or maybe vice versa. You know, Finn Bauer kicks Damian Priest out, whatever. But I don't expect uh Finn Bauer and Seth Rollins to end in a clean finish. I do expect some type of interference, whether it is um Damian Priest getting involved and costing Finn Bauer. Or, you know, maybe Dominic or whatever. Who knows? Regardless, though, I am picking Seth Rollins to retain and move on to the next chapter in his reign. But keep an eye out for any big surprises during this match or during any of these main events. Anything can happen. But last but not least, guys, we have the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns going up against his cousin, Jey Uso, for the undisputed universal championship. And what is being called a tribal, I think it's a tribal fight, they said, I don't know. Um, I don't think this is a, you know a, a part of a stipulation. Maybe it is. Um, a no disqualification match I don't know what a tribal fight is I do think this is the first of its kind the first time we've actually seen it on live television Uh, it's interesting um, as it does play into the storyline as well so I expect uh, a great match you know this has been great storytelling from the beginning of the bloodline days so Expect this story to um, to continue even after SummerSlam As that that's how it should be with the bloodline You know, Jey Uso isn't the only bloodline member uh, We could see Jimmy return at SummerSlam Given that, you know, you have to, like I said, you have to expect big surprises You have to expect big returns So Jimmy returning whether it is to cost Roman or to help Roman, expect you know a big return somewhere. But I don't see Jey Uso winning this match. Obviously, I I believe Roman Reigns is going to win. And a lot of people are saying you know main event Jey Uso, Jey Uso this Jey Uso that, and Jey Uso should be the one to beat Roman Reigns. But for me, that's not the case. um I do think Jey Uso is just kind of a filler. He, you know, he's just going to be that guy that Roman faces. And then after Jey Uso, he'll go on to face somebody much bigger. You know, To have a much bigger feud. I, I kind of feel like Jey Uso is just there to kind of fill in that gap. Until Roman Reigns can go on to a much bigger feud. So, while I do expect this match to be a pretty decent match, Um, and honestly, it doesn't have to be a decent match because the storytelling has been great. As many people love Jey Uso, you know, Jey Uso is great. Jey Uso has been the the focal point in the Bloodline storyline. He has been the guy that stands out in the Bloodline, and he has been the most talked about person in the Bloodline outside of Sami Zayn. But... Expect Roman Reigns to to win. Obviously, like I said, we're gonna have some interference. Whether it's Jimmy or Solo Sokoa, who you gotta you know keep in mind is on Roman's side. Solo, you know, betrayed his brothers. Could Solo get involved and cost Jey Uso? Could Solo get involved and cost Roman Reigns? There's always that scenario that can play out. Could Solo Sokoa finally turn on Roman and get that big singles push that is needed? Can we expect the bloodline to end at SummerSlam? I don't know. But we'll see what happens. But I am picking Roman to win this match, guys. And that is that. That is your official predictions for SummerSlam. Um, as far as any big returns, I am hearing possibly coming from Zero News and Sports Kita and Boozin Wrestling or whatever his name is, that, uh, Bray Wyatt could return at SummerSlam. Um, they said to pay attention to any of the main events as he could target Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, Roman, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, um... That could happen There is also rumors of Kofi Kingston returning As he Is from what I've read Is near a return Obviously we have Big E Who's been rumored to return for months now uh, Sadly Randy Orton Is not cleared to return to the ring uh, So don't expect him to return And much like Bray Wyatt Like I said guys You know we, we expect Bray Wyatt to return all the time, um, and that's just a rumor that he might show up at SummerSlam. From what I know from Fightful, he's still not cleared, so don't get your hopes up. I'm just telling you guys the rumors of what's going on and what could we, we could possibly expect. Um, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, keep an eye out for any big returns, you know, because that you've got to expect that type of thing. And not just, be, not just because it's SummerSlam, guys, but because we've seen so many returns over the last year. So you kind of have to expect the unexpected anymore with WWE, which is a good thing. When before, it was very predictable. So give thanks to Triple H and uh, these big returns. So keep an eye out, guys. But anyways, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you can, give me a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Share my podcast on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Austin Boyer25. My username is Bray Wyatt Fan 24. Give me a follow. Like and comment on this episode. And let me know your thoughts. You can also follow me on Good Pods. And drop me a rating there as well. But I hope you guys have a good night. Tune in to SummerSlam this Saturday. And I will see you guys next week. Next Wednesday. So have a good night. God bless. See you next week.